Our gospel passage today is Matthew's version of what we heard last Sunday in Mark's version about the healing uh, or the bringing back to life of the official's daughter interrupted by the story of the woman with the hemorrhage. Matthew tells the story much more concisely without nearly as many details as Mark. The main point I think to hold on to today is that God does unexpected things in unexpected places. We're going to concentrate on our first reading, which is Jacob's great vision. Let's remember at this moment in the story, Jacob is a trickster and a liar. He is running for his life. He has tricked his father into giving him the birthright that belongs to his brother Esau. And Esau has vowed that he's going to kill him. And so here he is running away, fearing for his life and asking, what is he doing? Keep that in mind as we hear this story. So Jacob is in the middle of nowhere on his way from Beersheba to Haran in this place that isn't very well known, fleeing from a brother who vows to kill him for his deception. He stops at an ancient shrine called Luz, probably a shrine to a pagan god. He's nervous. He's frightened. And he falls asleep, having even now less control. And then he has this famous vision, which we usually call Jacob's Ladder. Here it's uh, translated as Stairway. Um, the commentary I was looking at says perhaps the best word would actually be a ramp. And uh, something like a ziggurat, something that to go up and down. The idea is that heaven and earth are intimately connected. The angels are in heaven, they come down to earth as the messengers and they go back up. There isn't this big divide. Sort of interesting. This is a few uh, chapters after the Tower of Babel when the people were trying to build a stairway up to God. The Lord then stands and speaks next to Jacob, giving him the promise that he had made to his grandfather Abraham. Jacob awakens a changed man. He makes a vow to trust in God. He will eventually be called Israel instead of Jacob. The one who through God's promise is going to be fulfilled. Remember, uh, God said to Abraham, I will make you a great nation. You will have descendants as numerous as the stars. It's the grandson who is named as the nation is named and has 12 kids to sort of get the process started. And he says, Jacob says, the Lord is in this spot, this in-between spot, this place that wasn't very significant, although I did not know it. And he renames this place Beth-El. Little Hebrew lesson. El. Anybody know what El means? God, right? Emmanuel, Ezekiel, Nathaniel. Those names, El, that's one of the first names of God in Hebrew. And Beth, you know what Beth means? Bethlehem is the house of bread. Beth is house. Bethel, Bethel, the house of God. And this unknown place now becomes the second most holy place 
in the entire nation. This in-between place, now the center. So how about you? Are you finding yourself in an in-between place in your life? Do you feel that you can only rely on yourself? Do you regret your past? May we believe in the vision of Jacob's ladder, that heaven is intimately connected to earth. May we awake and live in the trust of God's promises.